0: Good morning, it is Monday, and this is the first episode of Slate 52, the brand new podcast from Tetra Pictures, and we're going to be talking a lot throughout the year about different aspects of filmmaking, but this time we are talking about wonners Today, um, as always, I'm going to be here, Nick Ranger with Koi Wen, uh, Lane Coles, and Jillian Noonan, and we're super excited. Hello. Hello, hello. Let's try and do this
1: whole podcast in one take.
0: I hope so. That would. There you <laughs> wow. go. Warner, You're...
2: Makes sense. Already
0: making the puns. I know. we got to fit it in as quick as we can. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We do. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so those of you who don't know, a one or, or a long take or a one take, they're used pretty pretty heavily in Hollywood. Um, you see them a lot. Sometimes they're just done because you need to get the shots and you don't want to you know, worry about setting up the shots. But most of the time, they're done very, very distinctly. Um, and the one that I always go to, because it blew my mind the first time I saw it, was Daredevil Season 1 and the hallway fight scene. And I know Lane is a huge fan of Daredevil, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Have you guys seen the Daredevil
3: season one? one?
2: I watched it years ago
3: yeah when no, I, I, I watched it recently but you mentioned it and you know it's something it's the way they move the camera adjacent to the door and then like just holding the shot and he's just there and they and just people just keep going at it it's like it reminds me of the fight scene from um. It basically, they're in a hallway, and then the camera is going left to right of the hallway. Oh,
0: old boy. That one, yes, the yeah. Old boy, yeah, okay. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, but the other one that... <clears throat> and then they, they brought back the Warner idea back in season three, which mm-hmm. I think they actually like, built upon it, because it was way better. You wanna
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm, in season three, I think it's the fourth episode, we're talking about Daredevil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a ten-and-a-half-minute Warner through a prison riot, with, like, two or three fight scenes sprinkled in and, I want to say, like, five or six minutes of, like, actual dialogue. Like, them, like, having a conversation in the middle of the riot. Um, it definitely blows season one out of the water, which I think that one's only about four and a half minutes.
0: Yeah, and the producer was saying that um, in the the original one, wasn't actually like a real one Like, it was actually Yeah, they cut hid the up. cuts. Yeah, and then in this one, they, hid, they put places where they could hide cuts, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they didn't end up using them. They got one take that was just... Amazing, and um, if you haven't seen that one, definitely go check that out because that, that was that one-er was amazing. Um, but there's also oneers that you don't really notice. Uh, one that Cole and I were talking about right before you guys got here was the oneer from the end of Creed. Hmm. The entire last fight scene in the movie is a oneer. <coughs> oh that,
1: yeah, the boxing
0: match. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's something I never noticed when I was watching it. Yeah, because that was just like a really, really. I guess the way they shot it, it just it felt more like you were there. Yeah.
3: You know? But so, what what is your opinion... On the idea of using runners versus like, like making sharp cuts. Cause I know like directors like Hitchcock don't like using runners, even though one of his best films, Rope, used a lot, if not the entire thing. Um, so like, what's the like the intention behind using runners, or like your intention versus choosing to cut over just holding the shot? Cause like, for instance, Twelve Years a Slave had held a shot of a guy being hung, but on his tiptoes for mm. like. Oh, God, that's a really but hard I saw scene. that when I was too <laughs> but like, young. <laughs> but if you made that, made a cut on that scene, it would have broken it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like in Revenant during that last fight, like during one of the intense fight scenes, you made it's a cut. It's the one of the bear, it, right? It, yeah. You want the bears or one the bear yeah. is one take. If you, re- if you make a cut, forever. it removes the tension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. I
0: think there are certain instances where that tension is built by the cuts. Yeah. Um, but I think that the the tension in wonders takes it up to a new level. Because what really, wonders are the only time that a filmmaker isn't lying. You know, our entire mm-hmm. thing as filmmakers is that we try to deceive the viewer, we try to make it seem like this thing that shouldn't really happen is happening. Yeah. And Oners is the only time you, you have to just, like, tell the complete truth. And it kind of, like, shows what kind of director you are. And so the fact that they were able to do it, like, in Daredevil, a TV show, <clears throat> I understand they have a bigger... Uh, budget than most TV shows and they have more time to work but it's still a TV show so I think it was really interesting that they chose to do it there because you don't you don't see it very often in TV shows
3: yeah I mean I, I might be cheating by using HBO as an example of TV but like in True Detective uh, season 1 episode 4 oh absolutely that 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 a uh, 6 minute one take of McConaughey just running through people with like shooting some fighting people and jumping a fence is just like he won a lot that show won a lot of Emmys for that specific scene but like like the idea of one takes being exclusively a film specific thing is going away significantly because like as TV is becoming more cinematic Mm -hmm. because like HBO has set the bar for that idea with Game of Thrones being one of them it's just like for you to keep up in making film is hard to distinguish now between really good produced television versus just really good produced film because bad films is the same thing as bad television at this point.
1: Oh yeah, I think they're I think they're totally on equal grounds especially in like the past two or three years. I think they've definitely reached like the same filmmaking potential if that makes sense. Like I mean Battle of the Bastards in Game of Thrones, that's the one take. it's yeah, there's like a two or three minute one but it's so Impressive, and the extras, and the action, and everything—that it's it's like jaw-dropping, yeah. and it's just it's like one hour of a seventy-hour story, and it's just amazing that they can like pull that off and plan it.
0: Dude, that that would be a show that I'd be really interested to watch or on one take in would be Game of Thrones, just because of the the need for the area or this like the set piece, and then all the um like the time period that they're set in. I think that would just be really interesting. I haven't seen. Okay, truth oh, time. Really? Uh as a filmmaker I have not seen Game of Thrones. How dare you A lot of people get on me about that. But um I just I don't know. I never really got into the idea of it and I I've never had an HBO, so like I just don't ever Oh, watch you're it. missing
1: out on some good yeah. stuff. That's what
0: I hear. I really want to watch Westworld. That's, like, the one show that... Westworld's dope. That's yeah. that's the one show that I really want in HBO. The one board.
3: thing about HBO shows as well, just sidetrack real quick, is that a lot of their stuff is heavy heavy in dialogue compared to heavy in action. Like, Game of Thrones may be a medieval, like... Like, there's a lot of, like, wartime stuff, but, like, a lot of it is dialogue-driven. Like, you you fall in love with characters because of the dialogue, not necessarily because of their potential action. Because, like... Not not going into many spoilers, but there are a lot of characters that start really shit and become really fucking good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. All my favorite characters were evil at first. Mm. It's like the craziest thing. I don't know
0: how they pulled it. Oh, except Tyrion.
3: I fucking love Tyrion.
0: Oh yeah, well yeah, that goes without saying. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Jillian, you have a page of notes over there, and you haven't talked very much. What do you?
2: Yeah, well, to kind of go along with um, (laughs) Atonement at the Dunkirk beach scene, Um, that because we were talking about. You know, obviously costume sets, I think extras are, like, the craziest thing in a long take. And that, um, Mm -hmm. that one has over a thousand extras. (laughs) Like,
3: How? Well, How? Y- you think about it though, the reason they did Atonement in a one take, according to the director, because they didn't have enough extras yeah. to do all the shots they wanted. So with doing it in a one take allowed them to, to get away with not having enough extras. Huh.
2: Yeah, or I, I also heard that they didn't have the money to do, like, to keep all those extras for having to reset all these different shots. So they just tried to do it in one giant thing. Jeez.
3: Well, because you think about it, one takes save you a lot on budget, in time Mm -hmm. because you're killing basically a scene in one take yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: but then there's also the the flip side of that where you have to take the time to rehearse the one take and i can guarantee you they don't do it in one take like it's one consistent camera movement but they do it it. for no they do it like five six times yeah to to make sure that they get everything they need to get and That's something in your talk. It's Dunkirk, right? And you're talking about
3: atonement, atonement, but atonement. It's, but, it, me.
0: but it's it's, it's about on Dunkirk. Dunkirk right? Oh, oh, okay. Um, but if you take the other example, the other thing about Dunkirk that we have, which mm-hmm. is the Christopher Nolan Dunkirk, mm-hmm. um, he uses cuts in a very different way. He talks about and this is something that I want to talk about in the future um, on the podcast. But he uses time very differently than everybody else, and uses his cuts very seldomly, so that he can. Um, Build up that tension in a different way. Mm-hmm. A lot of people build up tension with like quick cuts, and they're moving from this to that to that. Um, and then you have—we talked about this a little earlier. You have the opposite. You have one takes. But Christopher Nolan does the tension in slow camera movements, which you know like builds the complete opposite form of tension. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really interested to watch
3: *Atonement* and *Dunkirk* around the same time. You know, yeah, and the same see day. how they differ. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be great. Well, if you want to like take a look at like films like take two of Hitchcock's probably. Polar opposite style films in Psycho and then Rope because like like you said Hitch- like I said earlier Hitchcock does not like using one take he 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 hates it he's like adamant talked about it in interviews mm-hmm. and like for him it's like he's like Rope was like written theatrically so like or through like plays I suppose so like with that he had to do it in one takes but realistically he wanted himself to take making a cuts but like there are things you lose in dramatic tension without cuts because you can't have as many close-ups. You can't just cut back and forth between characters. You lose that kind of, like, the ability to lie a very powerful thing in the edit. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I agree. Um, I actually heard something really interesting that, I think, Lane, you're gonna kind of figure out about this. The the scene in Psycho, I mean, everybody knows what scene I'm talking about, the shower yeah. scene in Psycho. Yeah. Um, it's come out that he didn't direct that.
1: No way. But he had really? somebody
0: else on set who directed that scene.
1: Well, what was he doing?
0: I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what he was doing. But they um they came out, I don't I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me right now, but he came out and he was like, "Yeah, I, you know, helped. I like pitched the scene to, to Hitchcock and like we mm-hmm. kind of talked about it and Hitchcock just finally came to the point and he was like, "You know what? You do it. And no we'll way. see what we'll see what comes out of it." And then he did it, and then he was like, "Yeah, no, that's good." And then he <laughs> took it to the edit room and did what he needed to do with it.
2: What? But he never got credit. This guy never got nope. any type of credit. I
0: think I think it was the eighty on set. He let him direct the scene. So. And like, now it's like the most memorable Hitchcock scene yeah, ever. Yeah, ever. But Hitchcock didn't do it.
1: Oh do you have any gosh. idea
0: like what the original plan was? No, I have no clue. Huh. What the heck? Okay. But that's that's something that like that's like, thing the thing like scene. filmmaking like it's the only thing that we we lie all the time.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. So,
0: I just saw that in the news the other day, and I was like. That's unreal. Yeah. What else you got on there, Jillian?
2: (sighs) No. (laughs) Um, I mean, okay, so this, I was just watching this movie last night, The Shining.
3: Okay, you know what's
2: coming. You know the the tricycle scene as Danny's rolling down. (laughs) Like, it's just, it happens twice in the movie, and it's, like, classic to the film. And I think I like it because, you know, obviously it's the suspense around every corner. Um, I don't know. I think everyone knows it, but I really yeah. like
0: it. Yeah, no, and I think I think the cool thing about that scene is not only is the, like, um, <clears throat> the walls are changing around him and, like, things are changing, but, like, mm-hmm. the carpet, the carpet, that weird shining carpet design. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that, I think that brings some of the tension in, too, because you yeah. see these weird waving lines as he's riding down mm-hmm. the road. Or down, and then he the goes uh,
2: down between the wood and the carpet, so it makes yeah, yeah. that, like,
0: noise. It's, just, it's so weird. That scene, Kubrick is genius i've
1: never even seen that movie and i know that you haven't seen, seen shining? shining. i know hey he's never seen game of thrones all right <laughs> <laughs> okay but this is shining this is stanley kubrick no that's fair it's on netflix now so i don't really yeah, have that's how i was watching yeah. it last night oh okay well I, I guess i'll maybe i'll watch it i don't know maybe maybe, maybe, maybe we'll i'll just re-watch blade
0: runner or something maybe we'll get together and we'll, we'll sit yeah. down and watch oh that could be fun because we gotta we gotta crank through um haunting on hill house which is something that i know you want to talk about so we can talk about that. Oh, later. absolutely. So <laughs> he, he tell, like, what, what was your first reaction? What, what episode is it? That- so it's episode six of episode Haunting six. of Hill House, okay. which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And
2: Is it Netflix original? Yes. Or is- yeah. Okay.
1: So they like show. produced it and everything. Um, I feel like the past two weeks, everyone's just been talking about Daredevil this, Daredevil that. Like, It's a 10-minute long take. But Haunting of Hill House episode six has, I think I counted, about 10 cuts the entire episode. And the opening scene is 15 and a half minutes. And it's not it's not like hidden cuts, it's not Mm -hmm. anything like that. It is one long continuous take. And I watch like behind the scenes everything, like I think the longest one in the episode is the third scene, which is about 17 minutes. So it's I mean, it's unreal. The whole episode is long takes. And the thing about that show, not to get into spoilers, is it's constantly cutting back and forth between the past and the present. So Maybe a character when they're 12 opens a door, it'll cut to them when they're 30 opening a door. Mm -hmm. And now you're in a different time. So not necessarily time travel, but two different time periods. Mm -hmm. And the thing in this episode is instead of cutting to the other time like they normally would, a character will walk down the hallway and then they'll be in the past. Like they will transition from being in a funeral home to being in the, the mansion Mm-hmm. And then you know, like, it's 30 years earlier. And it's unreal that they can do it, like, in camera.
0: So do they do that with, like, set dressing and stuff?
1: Yes. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's two completely different sets. It's like um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind when he oh, okay, goes yeah. down the hallway and then he's just in a different room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how this works. Jeez. He turns left and all of a sudden he's in the mansion and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, It's, no, it's, it's
0: unreal. Because I watched the first episode and yeah. I, I feel... I wanted to try to get through a lot of the season before we came today because I knew you were going to talk about oh absolutely that one episode. But I so I started watching them and I I watched the first episode and I really liked it. But the you're talking about how they would like open a door and suddenly be in the past. That kind of like confused the hell out of me for a little oh, bit. Oh totally, Because the yeah. because they don't they don't color grade the scenes differently. Mm-hmm. So like when they go to the past, it just looks like they cut like I had a really cool interesting cut idea. Yeah, and then went to a different. Um, like, character that they're playing alongside. So, that was, um, it's kind of confusing. But, no, no yeah, I'm absolutely. really excited to see the one-take the one take episode. It's that's amazing. Be-
1: it's probably the best hour of television I've ever seen. Because on top of the one-takes, it's all character work and, like, interactions. It's, like, the first time the family's together, like, it's a lot of clashing, and it's all just happening in one take. Like, it's unreal. Everybody's hitting their marks. Like, props are going off. There's a lightning storm, so they have to time it with the lightning. It's it's insane.
0: <laughs> and I mean we can't cannot do this episode without talking about the the one take is that Jim Carrey's new show? Oh, the yeah. one take in? Oh,
1: what's it called? Oh, no. It's like one word. It's like Happier or something like that. But yeah, yeah, we watched that in class.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen this yet? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, what's so it called? Essentially it's, what they did I think did, it's on Showtime. Um you should try to pull this up if you can. Um but essentially what they did was they had Um, The camera movement, and it moved around the scene, Mm -hmm. and the girl, the actress, um, she moved around the scene, and as the camera was pointed at different scenes, um, it's the shooting sequence behind the scene, kidding. Kidding, that's what it is. That one, yeah. Yeah, This one? Yeah. Um, Essentially, what they did was, as they moved around, you might want to mute it just so we can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then make it full screen, so... you all can see it. So essentially, what they did here, and if you haven't I'm seen this, we'll, this. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. We'll we'll put this in the description. But as the camera moves around, you can oh. see the, um, all the the PAs and everybody who's helping moving the entire set. And this is like our um, our professor boy. Joel, Joel Petrikus came out and he said that this is like this is filmmaking. Oh yeah, This absolutely. is when you're making movies. This is when you're making magic. So. I don't know, this kind of blows my mind, just like watching how incredibly mm -hmm. well done this is.
1: If filmmaking is, like we've been saying this whole time, it's like lying to your audience, like this is lying to your audience in the best possible way. Like it's showing someone's months or years of their life, and look, she's changing costumes, like in the background, they're changing the whole set to show time has passed, like...
0: Yeah, and they have these extras too. Yeah, that's not even her. That's not even the actress, because then they pan over, and you see her come through the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. With a puppy. And now there's a puppy. Yeah, and so they introduce, they introduce dogs.
2: I still don't even understand
0: No, I know. How it's amazing. It works. There was a, a one take that I found, and we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more. And I'm trying to figure out what movie it's from so we can pull it up on the computer. But it was... It's it's incredible. It's what like happens a writing, in it? They're riding along... They're riding like on a motorcycle. Um, oh, here's the movie. Okay, we'll pull it up after we pull up this one. Let's talk about this. Um... <clears throat> Children of Men. I don't think I've seen this
1: movie. You've never seen this?
3: It's on Netflix, I think. Is it really? I think so. Because in the movie, there's like, I want to say three or four significant long takes.
1: Oh, yeah. At least three.
3: Yeah. But like, the one that everyone remembers and talks about is the car scene. This
1: is the one that always comes up in our classes. It's always this scene. Mm -hmm.
3: And like, if you see the behind the scenes, it took four people on top of the car. Yeah, the rig is insane. I've actually never seen it. I'll pull up now, but like, you think (laughs) about it, like that's a one take within the car with people chasing them and then like just a lot of the ac- extras were just had to like be blown away. Because mm-hmm. like one of get hit by like, the motorcycle sequence. where yeah. it's, Like mm-hmm. they hit the car, they get on the car and they get off it and then you just keep going and it's just like, like you c- you couldn't mess that up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once. I don't even know I mean, well, I mean, how to do hurt. the
2: blood in that scene. Like once she gets shot. Oh, and it, it hits the
3: camera shot. too. And, yeah. you know,
2: it
1: hits
3: the camera and breaks the glass.
1: Really? Whoa. I know it hits the camera. Yeah. And then they somehow.
2: Like, I don't even understand how she somehow had a blood pack on her that, like.
1: It's impressive you don't even, for sure. At first, you it's
2: don't it. even realize. You're just watching no, you the don't. characters, you're just in the car with them.
1: Well, know. the best long takes, I think, are the ones that you don't realize how long it's been. Mm-hmm. So, like, after this was over, I was like, wow, that was like two and a half minutes of just uncut, but it's really like five. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, like, even crazier. Like, that's the best part is you always get to look back and, like,. Dude, like that felt so much faster when I was watching it. Yeah, Spielberg.
0: Spielberg does that a lot. He does one take. Oh, he that loves you don't notice. Because,
3: like you think about like that setup. It's like
2: he's. It's like a golf cart. Or a, <laughs> oh, uh, like what? A it's like a whole cart.
3: armored car. It's a yeah. whole armored car, but you won't. You don't notice it in the film. That's the thing.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's just a car. Yeah. Do you think they have to like edit out all the equipment, like in the like the windows and stuff? In the back, you like, the really rear window? You only have to
3: unless your camera op just knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like, the shots are pretty pre-planned enough you can work around it.
0: Well, see, look, they're not even... That's not even, like, a camera op. I mean, it is a camera op, obviously, but, like... No, like,
1: let's just build a whole
0: car.
2: <laughs> like, a, whole, a brand new car. <laughs> like, let's just, just
1: trick this out this scene. entire vehicle to get this one shot. Look for,
0: like, a motorcycle one take. Um, Motorcycle one take. Yeah, motorcycle scene. It's down there. What? I, I'm just gonna... What movie is this? The the
1: villainess? I think it's. Uh, oh, um, I've seen that. You showed me this. Oh like, my
0: goodness! This is, make this full screen. This is insane. We'll link this one down too. This is. Yeah, yeah everything know, everything it's, we talked it's about. We'll go through a and link. Yeah. It's cutting a lot, but you wait until they get into it's like coming. the actual it's cool cuts. It's on, the way. It's, it's on the way. It's coming. I think this is a, a foreign film, but um, I remember seeing this. I think this popped up on my Instagram timeline, uh, quite a bit ago, but um, this is one of those that I'm trying to figure out exactly how they did all the all the takes, because it just like,
3: this right here, watch yeah. this. Like, what, like The entire sequence is them like... Oh, this is unreal. They're going yeah, like, in no. between motorcycles. It's in between motorcycles all, and just like, I don't... <gasps> it was under what?
0: the... Like, I don't understand how they did some of this.
1: This is unreal. This they're is having insane. a
0: katana fight on moving motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it in a way, and I'm sure it's not like a real one He's thing. I'm dead. sure it's more like Daredevil. Yeah,
2: you can tell like in that moment where the camera was like just on his black jacket. Yeah, you that can tell it like, switches a, a little bit. Yeah.
0: But still, this like, is unreal. You can like this. Almost looks like they had to shoot this. Oh, blood! On oh, lots of blood. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like they had to shoot this like while they were moving, because this just looks so good. I wonder. Yeah, is
2: the camera like?
0: Um, I have no idea. I wonder
1: if it. they were on like maybe like a flatbed kind of like they uh-huh. were sitting stationary. Maybe I don't know. Could you see their wheels? I, I don't know.
0: That was unreal. That yeah that that sequence. Uh, I don't remember how long ago I saw that, but that sequence blows my mind. It's yeah. got to
1: be an RC car just flying up on those bikes when when oh, it gets it totally could. under
0: the wheels. Yeah, it totally could be.
1: What was that called? The Villainess? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm watching it Villainess. Yeah, that that's a good me. one.
0: I'd like to see... Um, uh, what are those movies? I think they're either Chinese or Japanese movies. Um, uh, is it Riot or The Riot? The Raid. The Raid. Oh, The Raid. Do they have any wonders in The Raid?
1: Oh, all of their action is kind of like mini wonders kind of i feel like every cut in that movie or every like take in that movie is like 25 or 30 seconds long
0: yeah okay like it
1: like it's just like longer than like the born movies Mm -hmm. sort of i I don't know if they have any one takes though those movies are unreal
0: yeah those movies are insane their action sequences are yeah absolutely the only the only movie that i think tops those action sequences are probably like the Ip men movies yeah. With Donnie Yen. Because yeah. those movies are fantastic. That
1: first movie is perfect.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Um, okay. So we've talked about wonners. We've talked about kind of everything. But there's also like hidden wonners mm. that a lot of people don't notice. Thank God. I was going to bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So He's like, writing. this was my question. So like Spielberg does a lot of hidden wonners in his films. Um, I, I don't remember the film exactly, but he does a wonder where he takes a... he like does an entire scene from behind a bookcase. And he just moves around the bookcase to show different parts of the scene, um, and I, that those are the the wonders the that I really like mm-hmm. that you don't notice when you're watching, and then you're like go back and you're
3: like, oh shit, that was like a two minute wonder that I didn't you know that I didn't see. Yeah, so Spielberg also like incorporates a lot of like options for his cameraman to do false cuts because like he's not insane. He's like he he'll design the wonder in a well, way. Well, I don't know, know could,
0: about not insane. <laughs> if you see some of the movies Spielberg's yeah, but, like, done,
3: yeah, but like when it comes to like. How he plans the shot, he will, will take the water if he can. But if he can't, he ha- he designed it in a way that allows him to make a cut in certain spots if he needs to take it. Like, like winners are great, but like if you can plan it out, you're golden. But you can't plan it out properly. You should probably incorporate something in between, mm-hmm. just in case you can't do it. That's a safety, like, yeah. That's I like, agree. That's a lot of, a lot of a time to not get it right. Yeah, you can't, you can't fix
1: it in post.
3: Yeah, no, because one of you can't fix it in post. Oh, I, I hate that phrase.
1: Yeah, me too. I that's why I that said phrase. it. <laughs> you can't oh fix gosh. it in post. That's, that's, I don't get
2: it. Some fun, some filmmakers hate that phrase. Some believe it's, like, got itself.
0: I believe in it, but I hate it. <laughs> like, I think you can fix it in post. Oh, yeah. With today's technology, if you yeah. have an unlimited budget, you can do whatever you want in post. Um, but, like, we had in, um, for those of you who don't, no, you haven't been following Tethered for a while. Um, I directed a, a feature film, that's actually coming out in December, um, called Alone in the Sicarius Games. And um, most of us at one time in the room here have worked on it or helped with it. Um, but we, on set, I remember a couple times where we'd just be like, oh, we'll just fix it in post. Or, oh, we'll just do this in post. And it's like, that works, but not really.
2: If you rely on it too much, you fuck yourself, for sure. Yeah,
0: you, you ruin everything. Well, it
3: all depends on what you're fixing in post. True, no, true. Because, like, you, fixing audio in post is borderline impossible. Yeah,
0: yeah no, we, we had a lot of problems with audio <laughs> Like, bad
3: audio, wow, you can't fix out. that in post.
0: No, not not calling <laughs> not you out. <laughs> so, like,
3: yeah. it's, it's a general consensus, of, like, if you have bad audio, it's almost impossible to fix oh, yeah. that. Whereas, like, it was a visual thing, removing things or adding things is not, like, yeah. impossible, but, like, well, it's 100% impossible. But, like, it's not as hard as, like... Let's redo audio real yeah. quick. Yeah,
2: and bad audio will just, it's its all over.
3: No, because you hear it all the time. That's mm-hmm. the first thing you notice. Visually, it can be over the hell you want it to be. But well, I people better.
1: think it's a stylistic choice Yeah, if okay. you fuck up something, like, on camera. But audio, oh, they're just like, oh, that just sucks. Yeah, yeah. well, and
3: that's the
0: other thing is, like, you're just talking about stylistic choice. A lot of people won't, like, think you messed it up. They'll just think, yeah. oh, that—that's what the director they'll wanted. They'll assume it was on yeah. purpose, you know. And then will a whole
2: paper about it.
0: Yeah, and then they'll write up, <laughs> and then there'll be some big theory. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you'll go to film school and they'll be like, oh, the sky was blue because yeah, you know, it's yeah, re- reflects the main <laughs> character's thought process or some <laughs> shit like that. I remember
1: uh, on my very first project
0: here at
1: uh, film, like film school, like my first like real project, me and my partner did not white balance. Oh. 'Cause we were just so excited to film, we kinda just mm-hmm. hopped in. Yeah. And we got it back and everything was like blue and green. Mm-hmm. And it was like a one and a half minute project about it like an assassin. Ooh. So like we kinda sat there and we were like, ah, it looks a little badass. So then the professor <laughs> came over and she was like, Did you guys not white balance? And we were like, No, we we just we just color corrected this. Like we just changed nice. it. And this was maybe like thirty seconds into our class. We were like, No, yeah, we just switched every single shot we took
0: over to blue and green but it looked really cool that works though because I remember I had uh, Aaron Schulke for Mm -hmm. my first media class here Mm -hmm. and when we we got our films back and we got everything done and he looked at mine and he goes now Nick this this uh, this, like one sequence that you have here it's really drawn out and it's really like like it gets kind of boring Mm -hmm. and he's like what did you what were you trying to intend there and my first thought was like Fuck, he thinks my film's boring. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I, I gotta play this. So I just started like making up all this stuff about how like boring, mundane life was, which filmmakers mm-hmm. love that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you just make up like the worst like, I don't know. I feel like it's every a reflection filmmaker of society. Yeah. You get you get A plus right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I love it. So I did that, and then he was like. He was like, I know that was bullshit. And I was like, oh, fuck. But he was like, do that in every class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if professor brings us something that's wrong, just make up something the reason why it's white. Well, yeah. that's
1: the best part of turning in subjective homework. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything you do is potentially
0: incredible. Yeah. yeah. Even no, if I it really it. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the great thing about as a, as a film major, though, as a filmmaker in general. Because, mm. um, so, like, everything is subjective. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Alone that com- comes out in December, like, some people are going to watch it and be like, oh, this is a shit movie. And I'm okay with that. But like some people are gonna watch it and really like it. Yeah. And so like I'm excited. I'm I'm yeah. pretty pumped. Um, I've seen I've seen the cut like at where we are right now. We're out at color, um, and we're getting the the score done too. Oh, and geez. then we're just doing some ADR right now. Nice. So it's it's almost there. And that w- that's a, a a film where a oneer we uh, we have a oneer in alone. Which which I scene? totally forgot at the very end. What a twist! Oh yeah. Like the oh. last the last, last section yeah. is a oneer. It's like a two minute oneer. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot. That took a long time.
2: Outside the house, right?
0: No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, the way end. The, the, the very last I'm not going to say what it is because, like,
2: oh my it'll God. spoil
0: I'm on everything. the crew
2: and I don't even know what we're talking
0: about. Were you were you there that day? I know that there, there were a couple days that I you not there. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I, I will find out <laughs> with the rest of you. How?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's... I forgot about that. Because oh, I was I'm just excited. about to say, like, w- alone would be a perfect place to do a one Yeah.
2: Because
0: that'd be super exciting. Um. Okay, well, we're. I think that's what we're going to call it today. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I, I had a great time. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. So we're definitely going to bring it back, um, and we're going to figure out gone. what we're going to do next time. I don't really know what we're going to do next time. This is going to be kind of like a based on like what you guys want to hear about. I know at one point we talked about um, doing Christopher Nolan's time, and I have like, a whole list in my notebook of things we can talk about.
3: This, this is a good one it, the general because I was saying it, prob- it probably not. We're probably gonna talk about cinematic universes because every one of them. Oh the Oh yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. Halloween even universes. establishing one right now. Oh and yeah, <laughs> you why? your why? Well, Halloween
0: just like destroyed their whole cinematic universe. Yeah, but they're establishing
3: another one. And oh, okay, we- before, before, <laughs> another. We out, before we finish this
0: out. Before we finish that, we have to talk about the wonders of Halloween.
3: Oh st- yeah, I have to do this <laughs> that's the I best shot in the whole movie. I don't know how we didn't do this.
0: <laughs> so the very opening wonder in, in in the original Halloween, back in like whatever was it, nineteen seventy eight. The 78? Wow. Yep, yeah. 40 years. Um, That wonder is like the one... When I saw that for the first time, I was like, that's what I want to do. You know? And so I came to believe I didn't bring this up. So, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you've all seen yeah. The Original Yeah, Halloween. yeah, yeah. Um, yes. That one scene where uh, Michael Myers is like, he is a kid and, you know, he walks in. and he, The point of view shot in the Yeah. Mask. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's unreal. And then, <laughs> excuse me, I you were talking about this the other day, but how... You know, you pull out, and they pull the mask off, and you see that's just a kid. Oh, yeah. And he just has this, like, blank expression. Mm-hmm. He's just holding a bloody knife in a little clown
1: costume. Right. He's, he's like, confused. six years old. Yeah, okay. he doesn't even I'm look confused. like he did it on purpose. Like, no. he's just
0: standing there. And then you see the new one. Have you seen the new one, Jillian? No. No, you haven't. Oh, it went no. without me. No. <laughs> How dare they? They, they always show, go with me. They did show one yet. in the trailer, part of one in the trailer, Yeah, they did. where he kind of, like, leans into the... Um, to the glass, and you see kind of his face, his reflection, and then mm-hmm. cuts to this and cuts around, and um, but they hold that shot, and you see him walk by on the side of the house. You see like just the top of his head walk by, mm-hmm. while this girl is doing something inside, and then she moves over, and you see him in the back. Oh my yeah. goodness, it yeah. was beautiful. And that shot starts in another house. Yeah, right. it yeah. starts oh, yeah. in a
1: different house, mm-hmm. or it starts with him getting into the first house, maybe killing somebody. I don't. He doesn't really do that too much. And then no, he,
0: he's not a killer at no, all. No, not that's, at all.
1: He doesn't do that at all. Um, and then walking out of that house, being out on the sidewalk, interacting with a couple, getting in their car, mm-hmm. going into another house, and then
0: killing somebody. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. We don't know. No spoilers <laughs> know. here on Yeah, the take no spoilers. 52. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's where we're going to end it today. Um, hope you enjoyed yourself. We'll see you again next Monday. Probably we're going to talk about cinematic universes because I feel like that's, that'd be a nice little step. Um, so we'll talk about cinematic universes next time. Uh, hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.